I went in and started very, very low. And I saw the, uh, the, the, the accompanist kind of perk his head up a little bit and look at me like, what, what are you doing here, right? But I kept going. And then mid-song, I, I panicked. My panicked lizard brain went in and I said, I'm, I'm dying here, I'm dying. You know what will help this? If I go up an octave in the middle of the song. Oh, no! And, and physically behind the table. You see everybody just like go. <gasps> Welcome to my worst audition. Welcome back to a very special episode of My Worst Audition. This is not remote. We are obviously recording outside in the midst of somebody hammering three houses away. So this will be very fun for you to listen to. Once again, my name is Gary Mahmood, and I am joined by my two friends here. Of course, our special guest, Travis Mitchell. Travis has been a New York City actor for 26 years, originally from just outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. He's been out on four Broadway national tours and has worked for multiple regional theaters. Travis has done work on The Blacklist, Saturday Night Live, and played Sergeant Cal Matthews on the season 20 finale of Law & Order SVU in a scene opposite Mariska Hargitay. I remember that scene. Oh. Thank you for Thanks, interrupting David. the intro. He currently has two award-winning short films on the festival circuit and five others in post-production. Travis resides in Astoria, Queens with his wife, Juliana, and new cat, Silas, auditioning mostly from the space between the living room and the kitchen. And of course, sitting next to him is Dave, uh, from whom I did not ask a bio because we weren't <laughs> sure if he'd actually be able to fit in the frame of this camera. Dave is Jewish and... Um, uh, he is a funny guy. He's fun. He's a Harvard grad. That means he's very smart and uh, excellent writer and uh, generous person and shares things and drinks water from glasses. And that's it. So thank you both for joining me. I uh, really appreciate it. Oh, it's good to be here, Gary. Crushed my bio. Um <laughs> You like every writing job I've ever had. I've hired you, Gary, as an actor, and the fact that you couldn't recall a single place that I've worked when <laughs> recalling my entire career is really heartening. Uh, Dave has worked for the Kicker a subsidiary of Above Average. That's uh, Lauren Michaels Digital Arms. You don't know Lauren Michaels? Heard of him? Heard yep. of him from SNL fame. Yeah. And uh, he's also worked for Major League Baseball. And obviously there's this, a lot of the stuff, if you've ever looked at my website, which I don't know why you would have, a lot of the sketch comedy stuff that I've been in has been Dave's responsibility. A very funny man. That's okay. kind of you to say. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and we all, of course, met uh, in the sketch comedy or improv, improv comedy group. troupe. Sorry, yeah. eight is never enough. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Years ago. Years ago. Um, when, when was that? That was... I joined in 2007. That was like one of my first gigs in New York when I moved right after college. Nice. So I, I got there and you guys were like already veterans in the yeah. show, but they weren't letting Gary perform because Gary had proven that he would easily take his pants off <laughs> at a moment's notice. <laughs> and uh, so they were like, uh, you know, in like rehearsal, I was watching. I was like, oh, that Gary guy is really funny. How come they never let him in the shows? They're like, oh, he's the pants guy. He, he doesn't, you know, we can't, we can't. Let him near children in the audience. So in my defense, I was allowed to do the late the evening late show. That's right. right. Where That's there right. were no children. There were fewer children. Fewer, fewer, fewer <laughs> children. Oh, man. Those yeah. were the days. Yeah. No, that was a fun time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think I said it on when I had Rob on, who was also in Eight is Never Enough. You know, in, in fairness to the troupe, they were really good about bringing in some very funny, talented people. A lot of us have stayed in touch to this day. Totally. Yeah, yeah that's wild that and, uh, a lot of very talented people that, um, yeah, to your point, that we just remain friends. And that's uh, 
that's a rarity, of course, in this business. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you both for joining me here on this somewhat windy day in my backyard in suburban New Jersey. Who knows if this will actually turn out well, but we're giving it a try. We're doing it here, scrunched in. We'll, we'll see what works out. And uh, I know, you know, Travis is a, a huge veteran actor. And, you know, Dave, despite being more of a writer these days, Dave, you've had auditions as well. So if you have an audition story you'd like to share with us from either side of the camera, oh. we're certainly happy to hear that. Yes. Okay. I do have I do have one that I thought of that was like it was an audition process that lasted like eight weeks. Okay. Okay. So there were these guys that were writing a new musical and they held auditions to help them develop their new musical, which is a totally normal thing that happens in New York all the time, right? Okay. They just wanted to get a cast, but it wasn't specifically for a reading. It was like, we're going to cast people and then you're just going to be someone that we can call upon to do a reading whenever we're ready to do a reading. Okay. And I was like, okay, I guess there's minimal opportunity cost there. So I will just, I will audition and I got the part, but there was no production. There was no money involved. There was no nothing. It was just like once in a while I'd get a, an email that was like, Hey, we're all meeting on the 21st to do a reading of this musical. And I was like, okay. So then I show up and we do a reading of it. And then they fired me after like three readings of it where I guess I wasn't a good enough singer. And they told me that, which they didn't have to tell me. <laughs> they could have just said, we're going in another direction. <laughs> and I remember that specifically because it was one of the moments where I was like, I definitely shouldn't be an actor. I definitely shouldn't be a musical theater actor. But, um, you know, I think like, cause my wife is an actor and a lot of my friends are actors and they always say like, Oh, when I didn't get the role, what, could they just tell me? And then they want it to be something that's objective. Like we need someone taller sure. or we need someone that looks a certain way, or we needed someone that like, looks like the mother character that we've already cast like something that you can't fix but then if but then if you do find out that the reason why they're letting you go they're like yeah you're like a b minus singer and we needed someone that was like a b plus or better you're like damn all right i should just get out of the business altogether Aww, <laughs> your dreams were dashed did it occur to you like uh, did you have any interest in going and being like like i could be a better singer or you were just like nope that's it i'm done i think I'm as good a singer as I'm ever going to be. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't think any amount of like voice lessons would get me to be better to the point where like Broadway shows would accept me. You uh -huh. know, I, I like being a writer who can make people go, Oh, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Like mm -hmm. when you show up, like I like, I like just introducing myself as a writer. And then if like karaoke bursts out, I'm like, Oh, they'll, they'll be like pleasantly surprised. That's, a surprise. That's right. my level of singing, which I like to be at that level. But if you come in saying I am auditioning for musical theater songs, I'm like, why aren't you better? Sure. You know, sure. Which that, that feels, sucky. I get that a lot, yeah. but, but in your defense, I've heard you sing several times. I've heard you sing in the musical theater show that you wrote fantasy football the musical thank you and uh, your your songs are great and i have to say if you've never seen fantasy football the musical and i don't know why any of the seven people listening to this would have seen fantasy <laughs> football the musical which dave debuted i think what 12 13 years ago dave invited me to the show and as i recall oh i know this compliment yeah you've given me this compliment yes. he didn't look at his watch for the first like 35 minutes of the show and that's like the ultimate gary compliment yeah and because, i'll take it yeah because in theater normally five minutes in i get so bored i'm like all right is this over yet i'm, I'm done with it to my discredit as an actor, I am incredibly bored watching theater. It was like a 75 minute show and you were still like, man, oh boy. <laughs> but to, you know. Did you really need that sixth song? Yeah. <laughs> Did you need that second and third act? Come because on. I was I was good after one. I got yeah, the idea. 
Yeah, that's a rough way to go. That's a, that's a rough thing to hear. Uh, yeah. We just, you, we like you. We just need someone better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Personality-wise, you were great. <laughs> you had the character. You but... rubbed no one the wrong way. Uh, just uh, talent-wise, we're going to need someone better. We're need someone better. And by the way, they still didn't have a production of the show. It wasn't like, oh, <laughs> we're doing this thing on the West End and Broadway. We, sure. We're going to need someone like better than you when we open. It was just sort of like, we you can't even like hang out with us while we're doing informal readings of the show. Yeah. While we're contemplating the idea of possibly <laughs> yeah, producing yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even know if that counts as an audition story, but the whole thing felt like an audition for one day possibly being in this musical professionally, sure. you know? Did it feel like an audition for your potential career that now you've just decided to not have? Yeah, that was like, I, I think I knew. I think I knew, you know, because uh, I, I always felt, huh. you know, like when you feel you're in the right spot is when you're like, okay, I'm at my best right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm always at my best when I'm not on camera and not on stage, but I'm pitching things for the actors to be doing. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's me at my best because that's what I, I think I'm more solid at. You're and then once in a while, someone needs a pinch hitter actor and I can like, you're, way, you're you know? really strong. I mean, we did um, 60 seconds of Boston Celtics fans together. I can always do a Boston accent Your character. Boston accent is Ooh. money. And if you look at like the YouTube comments, everybody's like, man, these guys are killing this Boston accent. Like these guys, quote unquote. Meanwhile, I'm sitting next to Dave. I said all of like two words the entire time, but I get to just sit in your reflected glory of a great Boston accent. I can do the Boston accent. That's like my like show and tell talent, you know, and then trick people into thinking I'm actually like a better actor than I am. But it's like, I can yeah, do that one good. thing, you know, it's great. Jules told me, uh, my wife told me why, cause uh, I was just, cause she's from new England. And I was practicing uh, the new England accent, which I, I'm not very good at. And she said, no, no, if you ever get a part where you have to do a new England accent, you just, you have to turn it down. <laughs> Because you can, you cannot get it. If I think about it too much, I can't get it. You know, and like when I first start out, I can't get it. Let me hear. No, I can't do it. Let me hear you say. My, my hook, my hook in is stop and shop. That's not even close. That's Providence, kind of. Stop and shop. Stop and shop. Say, yeah, see, because I was say, thinking about it too much. Oh my God, we're recording a podcast right now. Oh my right God, now. we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Uh, hello, Springfield is uh, Ich bin ein Springfield. Yeah. Yes, there, there you go. That was great. Yeah, that thank was you. Appreciate it. Merrick uh, there. My wife doesn't believe that the Boston accent's real. Like she, like she knows that it's real, but like she doesn't believe she it. People are making it up. And so I like went on YouTube. I was like, no, no, our mayor sounds like this. Like <laughs> I showed her clips of Tom Menino, who's the mayor of Boston for years and years and years, and he's like. Uh, we're here at the Democratic National Party, <laughs> and uh, we got we got a lot of voters here. It's great. Yeah, I could get it if I worked on it. Well, that's great. <laughs> uh, that's a good story, Dingberg. It that's is a very good, good story. Thanks. Yeah, I, I yeah, thought yeah. of it on the way over that I knew you'd ask, and that yeah. was that's. I, I probably have some other like little chit chatty stories, but that one really sticks out to me. If you want to think of anything along the way, please do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now to uh, poorly segue over to Travis. Terrible segue. Yep. Shouting it. Uh, Travis, it's my worst audition. I assume you have one or two. I have a few. You know, before I get into this, uh, Gary, it's it's it really we we talked about this uh, on the phone that it's a service you're doing here because I think every actor who goes in and and poops the bed on an audition thinks they're the only one and it's the biggest deal in the world and they walk out of that room and go down that elevator at at you know at Pearl or Ripley Group acting you know audition spaces in New York and they, they it's the worst day. It's the worst day and they think you know that anybody. Uh, that everybody remembers it and they're never going to get back into this audition room again and all this. And it isn't, of course, like everybody, no. you know, yeah. uh, shanks it. May I interrupt for one second? Yeah. Because my wife who was at Ripley Greer or something, something like that the other day sure. said that there was a rumor going around that someone literally did shit on the floor. That's true. That is <laughs> okay. a true story. That is a true story. You can, you can find it. And it was in the holding room. Oh. I don't remember what the show was, but it was like a big, cattle call like a big uh, uh, open call thing at, at Ripley Gear. and it was probably a dog or something nope. right it was a person that shit on the floor. <laughs> is this for real yeah it's for real you can look it up yeah absolutely. Yeah, if this it was, wasn't Gary was then who could it possibly have maybe been? a year or two ago and, and now, like 
I feel bad. Like I've been one up now. Now, like, <laughs> now what do I do to one up that? Yeah, uh, that's good. That's all very good. No, uh, so but you're uh, like you're like someone yeah. when you poop the bed in an audition, or you poop the floor in an audition. <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm keeping yeah. it clean. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. Say, yeah the bed. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have two. I have two. Just that stick out, uh, and there there have been countless others. The big one is uh, it was the first time I'd been, I'd gotten an appointment with my agent for a Broadway show, and it was it was the Broadway show uh, called Getting the Band Back Together, and they were looking for a swing to cover all four guys. All right, so that's that's wide ranging, uh, vocal types and and types, but they they called me in for it, and it was the first like I was early in my time with my agency, and I really didn't get like they send you this email, and they also send you the packet of the things you're supposed to learn. And okay. so I just thought, like, All right, I got this email, and it's on a Wednesday, and, uh, you know, I, I'm singing from my book, you know, the, the what I usually sing at an audition, and I'll be great, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I got plans to go to a Rangers game on Tuesday night, and on Tuesday morning, the day before the audition, I take a look at the, a closer look at the email, and I realize I have to learn five songs and three scenes, because I had gotten the notice a week before, and so the morning, be- <laughs> like like the afternoon, Tuesday afternoon, I realized I've got to learn five songs and three scenes that I've never seen before. And what's normal? What's normal thing to have to learn for a Broadway audition? That's, I mean, they do ask to, a lot, you know, uh, as far as uh, material. But it's usually like maybe half of a song, maybe two scenes. Sometimes they do ask for a lot. but Yeah, and then ask for more have, during the callback, for sure. right? Well, yeah. but even even lately it's been, uh, they ask for a lot in the initial. But the point is I got it a week before. So I technically had a week to learn. But that just means they're expecting you to spend seven days and, working well, toward. And they are. Yeah. And they are. That that is that is the truth. And what usually happens, and what happened, and so I, I canceled the rain, going to the Rangers game, and I spent hours and hours that afternoon, well into the night, learning these songs. Uh, and, I and, pictured you at the Rangers game, like <laughs> guys, could you guys keep it down? I'm trying to learn. Thank you, uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, courtesy, please. Little courtesy, please. <laughs> I skipped the Rangers game, I, well into the night, and one of them's like a, a rock tenor song, and I'm a baritone bass, I'm not a rock tenor song, so there's multiple notes that are above my range mm-hmm. right but i'm like you know i gotta do this and 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 it was at a time where it's like you have to uh, uh you want to please everybody you know you want to make sure that they're you're, you're doing the right thing and, and all that and so i go in of course I, I crammed all this stuff into my head and and the first thing they say all right travis we're gonna have you do this song and it's the song that's the rock tenor song of course it is and i go and and i sing and the high note comes and i just screech all over it and oh. it's a mess it's oh. a mess and you can physically feel behind the table them go yeah. like you feel like yeah. uh, you know and uh, and after that, they said, "Well, thanks very much. We've seen all we need to see." Because if you can't that do that song, then you can't do it. And I understand that, oh, but uh, it was my own fault. And just the the sheer like, you're when you're when your stomach just drops down out mm. of you, and you just take your book back from the accompanist and say thank you, <sighs> and you very slowly walk out. It's Did just you think about flipping into falsetto for that note, or you're like, I'm either going to go home or go big? I or think go I home. did, and it still sounded terrible because really? I just. Yeah, because I hadn't, I hadn't uh, really prepared. Like I should have met with my voice guy, and I should, you know. But it's it's that sense of of um, I think with anything, with anytime you have a bad audition, it's, it's that sense of cockiness, of confidence, like false confidence of mm. like, well, I'll get it, you know. Uh, that just made it horribly, horribly wrong. And as a rock talent, they don't want you to flip into the falsetto. They want somebody who can. You know, sing it out. Well, that. but like you'd be doing the show like once every three months. Mm. Once every three months, one note of falsetto right. is not going to close the show. Yeah, you know? I'm going to write an email tomorrow, Dave, to the <laughs> casting director and see if they'll let me back. Show closed in a month, uh, so oh, I don't. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you did you let that affect you for a while after? Oh, like, sure. You feel like shit, right? You just you feel 
Yeah. Uh, so definitely, because you're only as good as your last audition, you know? And so mm -hmm. if you don't have another one for a while, then it just feels like you're like, what am I even doing out here? Mm. You know, you know. Um, how, so, many yeah. how many auditions do you do in a typical month? Um, it's slower now. Uh, just we're in a slow period of time. But I think in, in, in uh, yeah, when it's going, uh, probably two or three a week, I would say. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. in general, like for anything, for yeah, commercial, film, the theater. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 I mean, commercials, not, I'm not doing as much, but like film, TV, and theater and, and musical theater. And I only started doing musical theater like well after college. Uh, it wasn't my strong point. And then as I got older, I realized like, oh, I can, I can, um, have, there's a lot more roles if you can sing. You sure. Know, in, in, yeah. There's a lot more, a lot more work if you can sing. And so I started that, uh, uh, gosh, 14 years ago or so. Started singing really. So I was yeah. asked to sing one time in an audition in my 15 years doing this. How'd it go? I was never asked again. <laughs> all the, all the casting directors heard from this <laughs> That's one. Right. <laughs> like whoever the casting director was, she just emailed all her casting director friends. Yeah. was like, don't ask Gary to audition. Yeah. He's good at a lot of other things. Yeah. 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 I had one. I, I became the yeah. Jehovah's witness of <laughs> singing. Like, Shut the door. Don't let him in. <laughs> I had one, uh, my other story, which kind of segues into this. They were doing a, a production out on Long Island at, at a, a regional theater out there uh, of Spring Awakening. I don't know if you know the musical Spring Awakening. Yeah. Um, I was out on the national tour of it. I had done two other regional productions of it, and I got called in to go uh, and, and do this. And I got cocky. Again, it's getting cocky. It's getting like, ah, I've got this. I've done it three times. I can go do this. And they just wanted you to sing from the show. Uh, there's a song called Purple Summer. It's at the end of the show. You go in and I'm like, great. I, you know what? Like, I'm going to listen to it or, you know, on the recording. And, and like, I've, I've done the show. I've sung that song, you know, dozens of times. And so why do I even really need much to prepare? And I go in. I know the casting director well. He's called me in for a bunch of stuff. And so uh, he knew me. And the guy who runs the theater, he knew me. Like, I've auditioned for him before. And we have a, you know, lovely relationship. I did not know the director. The director of the show did not know me. Okay. So right. I go in. And they said, either sing from your book or sing from the show. And I should have just sung the one that I knew, like, like the super well, the, the, you know, the uh, song I do all the time. But instead, I'm like, no, I'm going to show off here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, do this song. Of course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do the Purple Summer thing. And he starts, and it is in an entirely different key than I've ever heard in my life. Oh. An entirely different key. Just because I, I didn't, like, I didn't look at that sheet music. There's, you know, mm. so many different versions because it, they're in different keys. And it was higher than you expected? It, I'm not sure to this day if it was higher or lower. <laughs> still, but I know I, I went in and started very, very low. And I saw the, uh, the, the, the accompanist kind of perk his head up a little bit and look at me like, what? What are you doing here? Right. But I kept going. And then mid song, I, I panicked. My panic lizard brain went in and I said, I'm, I'm dying here. I'm dying. You know what will help this? If I go up an octave in the middle of the song. Oh, no. And, and physically behind the table, you see everybody just like go, <gasps> I take a gasp. Like, what is he doing? You, and so, you pulled an Aerosmith. I did. <laughs> That's like what Steven Tyler did. Yes. And so I, uh, so I finished barely, and I actually said, ah, I, I, I guess I didn't know it as well as I thought, you know, and like trying to cover up. And they're like, that's okay. Do your monologue. I did the monologue, whatever. And they said, great, Travis, could you, <laughs> can you just wait outside? Oh, no. Outside the door for a minute? We just want to talk about how weird it was that you went up <laughs> sure. the octave. Then we'll have you back in. <laughs> sure. So I, uh, so I go out the door, and I close. And, you know, the other people are waiting to go in to audition, right? And, and they're all kind of, like, looking at you and, and not knowing that, like, they haven't been called in yet. And I know what's going on behind that door. I know that casting director and the guy who runs the theater, like this guy's better than, than what his audition was. Let's have like, him do like, it again. Let's have him do it again yeah, yeah, yeah. or let's call him back in or like really consider him for a callback because he really is better than this. 
and and the guy's directing the show was just like fuck no <laughs> like why would i <laughs> why would i want this guy who changed doctors in the middle of a song but i panicked oh it was the worst it was the that was the worst and then uh the casting director came on and said travis thank you so much that's that's all we need to oh. see <laughs> we know what that means oh. and I, I just i felt terrible let me say something though because I've been a part of more auditions as a writer than I have been as an actor, right? Mm -hmm. So I've done the thing where I'm sitting behind a table for 10 hours and just right. seeing person after person. And there are some things that people do that they think might be a big deal, but is not. Like if, if a song starts and the person goes, whoa, 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 that's the wrong key. And then they walk over to the pianist. Yeah. That's totally normal and yeah. fine. No one counts that as a knock on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Which right? is what I should have done. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If, if they just started, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can, can I just start that over? Because everyone behind the table yeah. wants to hear you sing your best. Of course. And so, but I get, I get the temptation to be like, let me power through and see right. if I can pull this off. Yeah. But I will say that from my own perspective, and maybe it's just me, but I think most of the people I've been in the room with would agree. Like, we want to see your best singing. Yeah. We want to hear your best singing. Yeah. So take the extra 10 seconds to walk over, make yeah. sure you're on the right page. And, you know, like, you know, yeah. whisper, whisper, whisper with the accompanist. Like, oh, okay, it's this, this, this. And maybe even the accompanist is like, oh, I was doing it too fast or I was yeah. doing it whatever. Yeah. And it just sounded different for whatever reason. And then yeah. you get back into singing. Then we can actually all relax in the room because we're like, oh, now everybody is on the same. Sure. Because nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see somebody crash and burn. Like, yeah. You know, the actor, yeah. you, you want them to solve it. And if you're problems. in the room, you're probably good at this song or like, right. you, you know, sure. like we want to hear you sing it. One would have thought. At your... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but again, it was my own, just my own ego being like, I don't need to run this. I, but I've I seen people this. push through, yeah. and sometimes I'll encourage, be like, "Do you want to start that over? Like, you can totally start that over." <laughs> and they're like, "No, I think, I think doing it rushed in in the wrong key was the right. Was, that was my foot forward that I wanted." It's like, really? Okay. Oh, it's just such a, it's it's such a, a dumb business of of going into the like and being, you know, everybody knows what you know what you're there for, and and you're you're judged on this. 45 seconds or this minute and a half hmm. and like and because you do you think if you panic in the middle of it like okay if i can just get through it you know and 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 just get through it and then i can walk out the door and be done with it maybe they're not you know? paying attention for this minute and a half but right. i can just push through real fast right, <laughs> right. yeah it's uh it's 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 a strange, strange thing. Yeah. Now you've said that, you know, you had some time afterwards, you had the bad audition where, you know, it kind of got mm. to you. you. I know we've all been there. You must have had experiences and if you don't recall any, that's fine. But yeah. where you, left the room either thinking i absolutely nailed this i'm gonna be a star and then you never hear from them again or yes. in the reverse this was awful i can't believe i did that i'm the worst actor ever yeah. and then you do hear back and you book the and you part. book it yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i was in for um i think it was it was a regional production of, of saturday night uh fever uh down in in um where was that south carolina i guess mm -hmm. and and yeah similarly went in a said, musical based on the movie oh yeah yeah it was on broadway there's like I didn't know that seven existed. different versions of it and they're all problematic okay uh, yeah they're all i'm listening no because if you don't if, if you if you uh do you remember the movie never seen it do you, do you know the movie Dave? yeah what do you like tell me the, what you remember about the movie i remember him going you, you hit my hair right yep <laughs> you hit my hair you remember him dancing in a white suit yeah of course and you remember like the music vg's music yeah, yeah I, I know that yeah. because i've seen commercials sure, and sure, clips, sure. but what you don't remember is that at the end there's a rape and at the end there's a uh, suicide Right? Or where he falls oh. off the bridge. Okay, right? sure. Is it a suicide or he gets pushed? I forget. Now I don't remember. Yeah. Thanks for ruining it for me. I just, I probably, I probably just saw the dance scenes on YouTube, yes, and that's course. what I think the movie is. That's what everybody thinks the movie yeah. is. Yeah. So you make this like a happy go lucky musical. Right. How do you, how do you end, gee, do you end with the uh, sexual assault or do you end with the guy dying off the bridge or do you end with a dance contest? Right. At the end, you end with the, and, and it's just, it's absolutely problematic. 
the show. And so it keeps getting rewritten and regional theaters keep trying to do it. Right. Um, That's an interesting list is like, what are the movies that people think are yeah. like super positive movies uh, yeah. on, but they just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Point is, uh, so I went in, uh, they, I, I did the, the song, I did the scene, literally it was like, thank you, Travis, which is the, you know, that's in, in that's it. You're, thank you very much. And I didn't hear anything. And then three weeks later they said, Hey, yeah, we, we want you for this role. And oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. But you just, you forget about, I mean, you have to, as, as you know, you have to, yeah, you have I, to I, I, about unless, I mean, it's rare that I leave an audition that I'm still thinking about it. Like I'm done. I've sent it in. The worst thing I do is just sit on it Ugh. and harp on it. Like I just throw it away. I assume I'm just not getting it. And if I hear back, yeah. that's great. I, I will, I will take after, after I'm done and I've, you know, edited it and, and uploaded it. Uh, uh, I will physically tear it, tear the script in half. Like oh, that's good. my, like my done. And good throw good it for out. you. Yeah. What's tough of course, is like you get to the callback and they bring you in for finals and it goes really well and you know like oh this will this will make most of my year next year or whatever mm. you know uh, to forget about it then is is more difficult for me that you know to to let it go because yeah. you're you're close to it you do know? you find that you handle the audition similarly whether it's a role you really really want or a role you don't want or is there like definitely a different vibe when Gosh, you that's a great that's a great uh, question i think as i've gotten older i've i've gotten better at that i've okay. gotten better at that cuz of course it's the ones that you don't you know that that aren't life-changing or, or you know whatever that you're like all right if you know i get it i get it if i don't yeah. i don't and that's where you, i think you're most relaxed sure you're most yourself and, sure and all you can do is do the work you know and, and there's so many things that uh you have nothing to do with you know yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know for me that's the case i went in normally i'll go in for an audition and i'm just like let me just do my thing i'll go in if you know whatever happens happens ships fall where they may but i had an audition i guess 10 years ago or maybe a little bit less than that for uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's movie, The Dictator. Oh, sure. And you know, I'm a huge Sasha Baron Cohen fan. Yeah, you know, one of your heroes. Yeah, he's great. So I'm like, oh my God, I, I get to audition for The Dictator. This is so great. And I went into audition. And before I even start the audition, I talked to the cast director. I'm like, let me just tell you, I'm a huge fan. No. So um, I really <laughs> want to be in this. Uh, if there's anything like I have to do to like help do that, just tell me and, and I'll do it. it. I mean, I was basically one step away from like, who's the do I have to suck? Cause oh, I'm ready to do no. this. Uh, which I guess in my mind at the time thought would help my chances of yeah. uh, getting the role. They did not shock him. Heard back. No, <laughs> that Maybe goes, though. Maybe. that's similar to what I was saying though, about like taking the moment with the accompanist. Cause that's what a star would do. Right. right? Like if a star walked into an audition, not that stars have to audition, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. someone who's not like oh, 10 Broadway credits, let's say walks into a room and the, the accompanist is not right. They're going to be like, I'm not going to like, you know, like kowtow to the process and just like push through. I'm going to like take my time and I'm going to like do this properly. Yeah. Like you wouldn't like beg for a job, you know, like the star no, would course. not do that. And as soon as you do that, they like think you're like a super fan, like right. just someone off the street as opposed mm, to right. a professional actor. Right. And yeah. like if you see yourself as a professional actor, they'll probably see you that as well. Yeah. No, I, I, I reeked of desperation. <laughs> <in this way. laughs> but don't you think, don't you think that I, I, a lot of uh, young actors coming to New York City or LA or wherever. Like, I think that is a, that's a thing that you have to shed. Like, I think everybody has that. Sure. You know what I mean? I think everybody has that. Like, like if you get a big audition, like, oh my gosh, I've, I've loved Wicked since I was a kid. And, and, you know, now I'm getting to audition and that just, that desperation reeks. And I wish, I wish I could tell them or go back and tell myself like, Hey, just don't take yourself so serious. But you can always, you, know, you can always, fan, said done. you can always fanboy out after you get the gig. Oh, for sure. sure. <laughs> like, if yeah, you got absolutely. the job, you could then walk up to Sasha Baron and Conan and say, be like, I'm so honored to be here. Huge fan of your work. You'd be like, oh, cool. All right. Action. And, yeah. and then I said yeah. this.
that's when you do that. Yeah. That's Op optional, I think. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> checking. I know how it goes. If that say the lines first, then the say the lines or... first, okay. get it recorded first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then at the premiere, yeah. you can walk up to him and say, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. And then, you know, um, yeah, I, you know, I, <laughs> not an audition story, but I've only, I think ever had that happen to me once on set where I just completely fanboyed out because mm. normally like I'm on set, I'm here to do a job like, and you know, I, you know, I've performed with some people who have some names here and there, sure. you know, and I'm like, hey, you're Dr. Travis, uh, Travis, of course, <laughs> Dave Ingbert, Dave Ingbert. Uh, you know, Rob King, you know, yeah. there's, there's been people, um, but you know, people who have names that, you know, regular everyday Joes would recognize sure. and, uh, I'm there. I'm just like, you know what? That's human being. I'm a human being. We're just here to do a job. Let's just do our craft, whatever. And I'm usually just very chill about it. But I was on set for The Sinner, and uh, I was there with Bill Pullman. Oh, yeah. Uh, when God. you think of Bill Pullman, is there a role that you immediately think of with Bill Pullman? So I want to say Independence Day, but I know that's a different bill, bill right? No, it's the same, that's the same bill. Okay, that's, that's then that's what I, what I think to. of. Yeah. Most people think of Independence Day. Is that's that what, what you think to. of? Yep. Most people think of Independence Day. And that's not wrong. He's totally known for being the president of Independence Day. I didn't care about that at all. The role I immediately thought of was Lone Star from Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. Oh, my God. Lone Star. Totally. Exactly. So, of course, like, I'm pulling him aside. Like, I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's it's so great to meet you. Um, And we're, like, in the trailer, like, getting made up. Like, mm. this is just so cool. I'm sorry. Can I just, um, can I ask you, what was it like working with, with Mel Brooks? Because I'm Oh, just, you were Chris Farley. I was missing, I was missing Chris Farley. Remember, 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 remember in Spaceballs when, when yogurt came? And, yeah. Uh, was that cool? Exactly. <laughs> that was totally cool. I was, it was complete Chris Farley. Uh, but he was so nice. He totally understood. Really? Yeah, he, yeah, he couldn't have been great. nicer about it. He's like, we want to run some lines because I'm happy to do it. If you want to, we can. You know, we don't have to if you don't want to. I'm like, can we run lines? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's run lines. He had a totally cool down-to-earth guy. And at the end, I'm like, is it okay if like we get a picture together? Of course, get a picture together. And, and then I think I took it a step too far because oh, I'm no. like, if I put my video camera on, can, can, can we do the thing where uh, you say, just what we need, a Jewish princess? And I go, funny, she doesn't look Jewish. She's like, I don't know. If we... I'm sorry. I pushed it too far. I'm sorry. Uh, you, 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 you're great. Uh, I've never uh, seen this side of you because you're like a very like understated, right, yeah. like chill yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. I've never seen you like freak out. out. Like, there, there are a select few things where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. my God, you know, that's like, that. What you, you you, you know, you were on Spaceballs. It's Mel Brooks. Right. Or if I could somehow meet like Andy Kaufman's ghost. Like, oh, my God. You yeah. know. By the so, way, yeah. what is the Val Kilmer role you always think of? It, it's either going to be Top Gun or, of course, um, uh, Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people would think of Heat or, you know, like one of his dramatic roles. But I always think of him in Top Secret, which is like such a great like the way you think of bill pullman sure. in his comedy i think sure. of val kilmer in top secret is like one of the greatest comedy performances by a serious actor ever he's yeah. great he knows oh, how to handle so the good. comedy so yeah. good yeah 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 it was uh uh to that like when i did the thing on, on law and order and uh and my scene was with mariska hargitay and of course she's like the end all be all and and uh it was almost like this this giant entity walking down the pier, like with the with the trench coat flapping and her just like waving to people and, and numerous like, oh, tentacles. Oh, yeah, it felt like that. It felt like that because it was like, oh, hello, Mar yes, hello, Mariska, hello. Uh, and then coming up and, and you say, do you know how many piles of laundry I have folded while watching you on TV? <laughs> it's in the thousands. Uh, but uh, same, couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been nicer, and like That's making cool. you feel at ease, and and you know just because yeah, it was you know chatting before we shot and making jokes, and uh, uh, couldn't have been nicer. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. She took a uh, uh, she sort of took a bullet for me because I screwed it up. We were we were um, we did the the you know a couple of takes, did the wide shot, and then the, the the DP was like, hey Travis, can you walk a few before you start the scene? Walk a few steps so I can edit it in. And I did that, and and I got tongue tied, and and uh, 
you know, cut from back there. And that's the last thing you want to hear because you've screwed up and everybody back to one. They, he never then, learned how to walk and talk, <laughs> and talk at, at the, the same, same time. time. That's right. <laughs> that's a different school of acting. Yeah, I didn't yeah. go to that school. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, but immediately after, you know, Scott back to one, immediately she shouted out, Hey guys, that was my fault. I, I did that. That was, that, that was on me. Sorry about that. Wow. And I, yeah. And I said to her, I'm like, you didn't do anything. Like I screwed that up. She's like, yeah, yeah. But they don't care if I say it. I'm like, that's very, that very nice. is, right. Sweet that is lady. like, that's the best. That's so, cool. Yeah. Wow. Hargate. Yeah. That's one where, uh, and then I was, uh, as we're walking, like we, we wrapped and I'm walking off set and I happen, happen to be walking from the West side, happen to be walking next to the director. And I'm like, this is my moment. Like this, this is my 30 seconds of like one-on-one -on -one time with the director. And he was like, Hey, nice job. And that could have been it. It could have been great. Him just saying, Hey, you did nice work today. Me saying, thank you. Right. Yeah. So what could have left it at that? Can I take my that? phone out and then you can record some lines from Spaceballs? He's like, why? Well, I, I wasn't even part I of that movie. That's what I said. I think the genius line I came up with, the genius line I came up with was like, so you've been in this a long time or some bullshit. Like, oh, wow. and, like, and he's like, um, yeah, Hey, I'm going to grab the van right here. Oh, I'm like, man. yeah, okay, cool. Cool. Bye. Oh, I'm such a dumb dumb. But God, you did, you did that. get the line right before the commercial, which is right like that's an farm. iconic SVU moment. It's yeah, 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 yeah. You want to tell the people what the line was? This girl fell from the sky. Oh, yeah. so good! I lost my mind. My <laughs> wife and I were watching it. We were freak. We're like, that's Travis. First, you know, when you're watching SVU uh, and you see a friend of yours, you always go like, oh, hey, 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 yeah. And then you don't know if he's going to be like a part of the episode, or right. if it's just that one scene, or if you get, but if you get the line before the commercial. That's, dun, you made it on SVU. Yeah, that was that's uh, that was my peak. That was it. And I'm, it's all downhill from here. No, no, so. you're gonna get a lot more stuff. <laughs> you're you're a fantastic actor, dude. Thank in all you, seriousness, that's that's very kind. No, that's like even kind. when we performed improv comedy together, I was just like, you know, if I'm mm. on stage with Travis, the scene's gonna go well no. because Travis always knows what to do. Travis, if something goes wrong, Travis will figure out a way to make it go right. You know, he. I know that stuff won't get fucked up with Travis. You want to know why? Why? Because he always wrote out all of his scenes. <laughs> the, night, the night before, <laughs> he would meticulously write out, be like, okay, if Gary says this, I'm going to say this. Like, right. a, like, you know, like a chess player is like, if he makes this move, I'll do this move. It's a flowchart. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. A flow so chart choose your own down. adventure improv. <laughs> yeah. But he was, uh, I mean, this guy put the work in. <laughs> hours. It's a good bit. Uh, but it's a little <laughs> bit, it's not true. But it's, uh, I did take myself way too seriously back then. I oh, feel yeah. like. I, no, I, I, no, I never, you know? no, no, I really? never got that at all. In all yeah. seriousness, you, I've uh, never, I don't know why you even say that because I've never <laughs> ever, in all seriousness, because I feel like yeah. I sniff out people who are like a little pretentious and take themselves way yeah. too seriously. That has never occurred well, to me. Well, that's kind you. of sad. Thank you. Thank you. I, I feel like as I got old, I've, as I've gotten older, I, I, I have relaxed a lot into it, which I think you need to do, you know, because I think if, well, what we talked about before, I think if you're always like on, uh, and, and trying to do what pleases the casting director, what pleases, like, then you're, you're then you, sunk. You're, you're you know? toast. You're toast. And I think I used to do that a lot in my 20s and, and, and early 30s. And I feel like I've, I've just gotten over that, you know, that we that or try to. That we all still want that approval at some point. Maybe you don't. Maybe because no, you're like, no. <laughs> I think we all, we're all human. Even yeah. somebody like me who just enjoys seeing reactions of people like, oh, I'm just going to intentionally shoot myself in the foot in this audition just right. to see what happens. You know, right, right, right. there's on some level, it would be nice. Okay. Yeah, once in a while. Okay. Yeah, Gary, you sort of are doing a good job. You sort of are on the right track. All right. Sure. That's nice. Yeah, you've, yeah, always, yeah. you've had like, you have a philosophy though. You have a philosophy that's like high risk, high reward. And like oftentimes, yeah. Right. And you go into auditions being like, they might kick me out of the room and I'm okay with that. But they might also be like, that was ballsy. That was risky. Let's get that guy. For you sure. know, like, and I think if you walk into every audition room like that, you will get parts eventually versus someone that's like, ah, I'm just going to like kind of stay in the corner and just like not right. piss anybody off. Like that person might also get rolled. But like you, you come in with a philosophy, like someone that like always 
hits on 16 on the blackjack table. It's like, that's your move every time. And it, every time. Yeah. yeah. Which you should do. No, but I admire that about you. I do because it's, it's, uh, the way you put it, high risk, high reward. I'm not, there's people who are going to be totally turned off by this and are never going to have me called in, but. It, and but, I know what's happened. But when, <laughs> but when, when the right role and the right guy, the right project comes along, like you are then the only guy for that show. And, and it's a matter of time. I think. We'll you know. see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been having fun. I know you guys have been having fun. Been having fun. Yeah. yeah. Um I we're we're getting up to like thirty five minutes. I could go on for like hours oh. with you guys, but in the interest of keeping this brief, uh, where can people find your work, both of you? Or anything you're up to these days, or sure. anything you want to share. Yeah, uh, my website is travistravistravis.com, so you can check me out there. It's three Travises, three not Travises two. Dot com. Two was taken, so I took the three. Is that seriously why you did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, my uh, Instagram is uh, it's, the word it's, I-T-S, it's Travis Mitchell is my uh, Instagram. It's yeah. Travis Mitchell. So once again, because we had the plane flying overhead just now, it's yeah. Travis, Travis, Travis.com. Sure is. And Instagram is it's Travis it's Mitchell. It's Travis Mitchell. The word okay. it's in Travis Mitchell. Nice. What about you, Dave? Um, you can find all of my writing stuff at Travis, 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 <laughs> Travis.com. When I went to GoDaddy, the three Travises were taken. So were the two and so was the one. So this I went. This is improv, kids. <laughs> No, I don't really have a website or I try not to use social media at all. Um, I just really enjoy writing. Um, but if you want to check out something that I did recently, um, the History Channel podcast, Sports History This Week, that was something I was really proud of. Nice. We did a different episode each week about something that happened in sports history that particular week. Right. So if the episode came out on July 7th, it was something that happened around July 7th, but maybe 50 or 100 years ago. Cool. And we did an entire year's worth. So there was like a cool story from sports for every week of the year. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I want you both to know that I purposely arranged for the planes to fly over just as you were both self-promoting because I'm very self-centered. And I, I had no idea you had a budget for this shit. Yeah, like that you really could hire planes, there, multiple there. planes. Yep. Uh, you know, Absolutely. you know, I'll go all in for the bit. <laughs> no prices too. We high. do. No, we know you'll go all in. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate it, gents. Thanks yeah. so much for joining me. No, Thanks, Gare Bear. This has been fun. Yeah. All right. I don't. I have no clue how to end this now. So I. I guess this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Bye, podcast. <laughs>